Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. This is Robin Leach. You're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show, and I don't know why. Be sure to tune into The Kimmer Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. The Kimmer makes love like a roller coaster. That's right, baby. Slow at first going up, then wave fast going down. A few quick turns. <laughs> Hang and on, it's darling. All over. The Kimmer Show on News Radio 106. Uh, you go ahead, start without me. I'll catch up. <laughs> I'll be there by tomorrow. <laughs> be the most exciting 40 seconds in your life, honey. I can tell you that. <laughs> 12.06, how's it going? It's only me. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 106.7. Who keeps changing the freaking chairs in here, by the way? This, this is bullcrap. This is bullcrap. All right, look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 106.7. We got to videotape this next week. We're going to... Look out, it's Friday. Let it rip, anything goes, it's your show. Here's the number, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Uh, News Radio 1067. All you have to do is uh, call up and say, Saturday! No, you don't have to say that, that'd be silly. Uh, anyway, it's only me, it's only the camera. Here's what's going on. A couple of birthdays, uh, uh, things. first of all. Dukes of Hazard TV star Sonny Schroyer. From Dukes of Hazard is 80. Now, which one was he? I don't know. Sonny Schroyer. S-H-R-O-Y-E-R. Schroyer. I don't know. He's 80 today. Saturday. Oh, sorry. Actor Ken Jenkins from Scrubs is 75. And this was the day that uh, Madonna French kissed Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera full on their mouths at the MTV Video Music Awards on this day in 2003. And that was uh, fairly scandalous for a while. even. Enos. Enos. There you go. Another great old biblical name, too. Enos. That's a great name. That's what I was saying. All right, look out. We got topics. We got issues. It's only the Kimmer. Letter of Friday. Oh, in fact, um, let's do this. I've got tickets to give away, and they're for, tom- uh, for Sunday. So let me do this right now. If you would like, I've got two tickets to go see Rob Thomas at Chastain Sunday, this coming Sunday, this weekend. Two tickets, Rob Thomas, Chastain Sunday. If you want them, give us a call right now, 844-404-1067, and we'll give it, because you got to come pick them up this afternoon. you got to be here by, you know, 430 or something. So if you can if you can be here to pick them up, and you can go to the show Sunday, Rob Thomas, Chastain Sunday, uh, this weekend, and I'll give them the tickets. 844 844- 404-1067. Okay, we'll talk about Hillary and the GOP terrorists and the women's fight rights. Lukovich joking about the NRA and the TV murders. Uh, the Donald on his hair. The fir- They made arrest in Ferguson. Black Lives Matter. Where are you screaming for justice in this case? Jared was known to be a, 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 a pervert. 
and subway officials knew it and didn't want to talk about it. Wow. That could come back to bite them a little bit here. Uh, Halloween costumes. Now they're protesting the Lion Killer Halloween costume. I mean, come on, people. It's Halloween. Just stop it. Uh, One of the greatest obituaries ever. We'll read that for you. Peggy Noonan uh, Noonan commentary. Noonan. Hello, Noonan. A package for the Kimmer. Oh, and last last night. (laughs) Um, uh, Pete does a great uh, political idea for the Donald Trump campaign and all that good stuff. And we'll get to all that. Let's give away these tickets real fast, Pete. uh, Here's uh, line two. uh, First caller in. Susan's coming up. Here's Annie. Hi, Annie. How's it going? Hi, great. How are you? We're just terrific. Would you like to go see Rob Thomas at Chastain Sunday? I would love to. I just had a baby, so it would be a perfect date night for my husband and me. Oh, well, if your husband's coming, forget it. Oh, no, wait. I was, uh, oh, I totally misunderstood. I thought for a second he wanted me to tell. Oh, sorry. Oh, there you go. No, of course, you got you and your. That would be wonderful. Uh, Rob Thomas at Chastain this Sunday, and the tickets are all yours, and I'm glad you were listening, and thanks for calling. We'll, oh, thanks so much. You are quite welcome. Happy baby to you, by the way. Oh, heartbreaker. No, no, we tease, we joke. All right, anyway, so we got that. Okay, that's done. Now, um, um, bum, bum, bum. Oh, man, where, I just got a billion things. Oh, oh, uh, yesterday, you know, one of my favorite newsmates. All right, what's the matter? We have two sets of tickets if you want to give them. We have another set, too? All right, well, hell, here's... Uh, Chuck was next. Chuck was next? Well, hey, Chuck, you want to go to uh, see Rob Thomas? Absolutely. I got two more tickets. How about that? They're all yours. We'll put you on hold. Congratulations. Maybe you and uh, Annie can, uh, you know, have a little sit in the same row. Anyway, we got two more. So there you go. Well, there you are. Nice. Okay. So, so you know, one of my favorite one of my favorite things of all time is a newsmaker line. And we'll have the glorious Leslie Dove here today, coming up shortly, and more newsmaker lines and songs and all that stuff. And one of my favorite characters of the newsmaker line is Robert Stack, who used to play in The Untouchables, and then he was in the, uh, what's the Law and Order thing he did, The uh, Greatest Stories or the... Uh, finding the fugitives. What the hell? Unsolved is, mysteries. Unsolved mysteries. Yeah, Robert Stack, and he was famous for repeating himself. You know, and, and when the newsmaker line, Jim Gossett calls in, he says, "Yeah, it's time for the Kimmer, the Kimminator, the Kimmeister, the Kimmeroni, the Kimmenunmum." You know, all he does, he repeats himself. And I swear to God, last night, yesterday after late evening or late afternoon, early evening, I'm watching, flipping around TV, and airplane is on. So I tuned it in just to see, just to get five minutes of airplane again. And son of a gun, it comes right to the section where Robert Stack is. In the tower, the control tower, they're trying to talk the plane down. It's toward the end of the movie. He's in the control tower. Lloyd Bridges just got high on glue or something. He went pick a bond day to give up amphetamines, whatever. And uh, and 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 strikers on the in the plane. And he says, "I'm bringing this plane down." And and <laughs> um, the sea hunt. What's his name? Lloyd Bridges says he hasn't got a chance in a million of landing that plane. And Robert Stack says. Yeah, but he's the boss now. He's in charge. He's number one. He's in control. He's the head honcho. He's a, and he goes, <laughs> and so I taped it and I played it and again, left a voice message for Jim Gossett, the newsmaker line guy, just to remind him that that, in fact, was part of the movie, which is just repeating himself over and over. Okay, anyway, now I got that off my mind. Um, well, <clears throat> <laughs> it's Letterman Friday, I told you. And we're gonna we're just floundering and we'll do whatever we feel like it. And kind of it's already twelve twelve. I haven't done anything and we're blowing the first section. <laughs> All right, hold everything. We got Newsbreak Lines, the glorious Leslie Dove, we, and Susan uh, the White House, we got your calls. But first well that was I think we'll try to pull it out one more time. <laughs> and that was out of context, Mr. Kimmer now. Yeah. News, weather and traffic on your ride home. Yeah. News Radio one oh six seven. Yeah. This is Curly Howard, hey, and this Curly. portion of the Kim ah, Peterson Show certainly. is brought to you by my brother Mo. <laughs> no. Remind me to murder you later. <laughs> Boy, the things some guys will do to get a speech at Kennesaw State. <laughs> <laughs> and now here's your host, Kim Peterson. <laughs>
I told you when at my final marriage, I told my mother and my future mother-in-law, number two, that when we came to the ceremony to get married, when the uh, minister asked me whether <laughs> I accept this woman to be my lawfully wedded bride, I was going to say, uh, certainly. <laughs> she started clutching her chest. It was great. All right, 1219. It's only me. It's only the camera. Hold on, Susan and Rick. We got your calls coming up here in a second. But first, on Letter Rip Friday, Anything Goes, News Radio 1067, Leanne Rhymes <clears throat> is 33 today. A couple of other birthdays. Arnie, I'm sorry, Army Hammer, as an arm and hammer. Army Hammer, the actor from The Lone Ranger and The Social Network, is 29. Man from Uncle, too. Man from Uncle, that's right. And uh, let's see, um, Jason Priestley from Beverly Hills, 906-0402-7090201 is 46 today, so just a couple of birthdays. All right, 1219, News Radio 1067. Let's get to Susan. I got the glorious Leslie Dove coming up. Hello, Susan. Welcome. How's it going? Hey, Kim. Happy Friday. Okay, so I have a quick comment and a quick question. I'm going to start with my comment. All right. Um, Obama sent official White House representatives to the funerals of both Michael Brown and Trayvon Martin. Yes. Uh, so my question is, and you may not know the answer, but maybe your staff can find out. Yeah. My question is, is Obama planning on spend, uh, sending uh, official White House representatives to the funerals of the Virginia TV uh, uh, employees? Oh, no. Because we now know that Flanagan, by his own admission, yeah on his uh, social media that that was a racially motivated crime. So I'm just curious, is, is, is the White House going to have representation at those two funerals of those innocent people? Yeah, I think we know the same answer, Susan, is whether or not Puttitat's going to send a representative, and thanks for calling, is going to send a representative, who, uh, or did he, would he, to the uh, funerals of the four Marines and the sailor butchered in Chattanooga? The answer is no. Didn't say we Didn't even say a word about it. It's just a phony hypocrite. All right, uh, at twelve twenty. Oh, by the way, uh, if you go to the Kimmer Show Facebook page in your leisure, uh, Pete found this very. There's a picture of a dog muzzle. It's a Russian designed dog muzzle mask, and it ha- it lets your dog open his mouth when you put it over his mouth, so he can pant and breathe and stuff like that. It's made from non toxic plastic and nylon. It costs about thirty bucks. But the funny part is, have you seen it? It's a it's a muzzle mask for your dog to go walking, and it makes him look like a werewolf. I mean, he's snarly teeth flying. I mean, it makes him look like a werewolf. And what a great Halloween costume! But it, but really, I mean, if you're taking your, a, a dog for a walk and put this mask, oh my god, <laughs> it's hysterical. I mean, if you go to the Kimmerschel Facebook page, it's right there. All right, um, quickly, let me get to Rick, and I got uh, the glorious uh, glorious Leslie Dove coming up. Hey, Rick the Painter, how's it going? Welcome, sir. Hey, Kimmer, how you doing, my friend? We're doing good. Happy Friday to you. We're doing well, Thank I guess you, I sir. should say. Thank yes, you. sir. Hey, you know, crime has gotten so bad here in Atlanta. Yeah, so bad. My, my pet turtle, he got all his food was stolen by the rabbit in the backyard. No kidding. Well, yeah, and I'm telling you, they went to court over it, and the judge asked the turtle to tell him what happened. Yeah. The turtle said, well, Your Honor, I don't know. It all happened so fast. Oh, happened so fast! It's yeah. the turtle, the fast turtle, oh, yeah. the rabbit. Yeah, the... I, I got one more birthday to tell you, sir. Okay, what do you got there, Rick? I, I got a birthday to mention today in Atlanta. There's a birthday to mention. It's my birthday. Hey, Rick the painter. All right. Well, let's put you on hold and give you a prize for your birthday here, real fast, Rick, and see if we can get you a prize on your. If we can put you on, we can't. No, where the hell's the thing? Come on, that's your cue to put the dial tone. I don't. The know. hell's going on around here? I'd already hung up on him. Sorry. Oh, for God's sakes, man! Man. You know the routine. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You can't be hanging up without the dial tone. I'm sorry. Oh my God! It's over. Fram, fram, fram. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
We've lost it. Anyway, twelve twenty-two. Uh, and well, let's get to Trey and uh, Susan Sire. Leslie Duff checks in. We'll get to that. Trey, welcome. How's it going, man? How's it going, Cameron? Good. Welcome, sir. Uh, just going to let you know, uh, President Obama didn't send any representatives to the uh, fallen service members that died in Chattanooga. Yeah. However, Joe Biden did come to the big memorial that they had at the uh, arena in Chattanooga. Oh, he but did. Well, that's a good we sign. Can, uh, well, that that at least uh, I is we can all go ahead and assume that that's because you know, yeah, future political aspects. Yeah, that could be true. Well, Trey, I thank you. I appreciate it. Twelve twenty three. Hold on now. I want to do something I do every Friday. If you don't mind, here I'm going to check the weather forecast. What's it doing, baby? Oh, look out! That means only one thing. Yes, it's time to hide the women and children. For we bring you now. Men's on ball with the glorious Leslie Dove. Hello. <laughs> Leslie, how's it going? Live from Men's International, where the phrase bring home the bacon takes on a whole new meaning. Mm-hmm. 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 How's it going? With another insertion of Men's on Ball, it's me, yeah. Leslie Dove. Well, well I'd like to start the show on a bad note here, you know. What happened? What do you mean? Well, you know, Daryl Dawkins, the Chocolate oh, Thunder yeah, died. Oh, yeah, Chocolate Thunder died, yeah. Yeah, he was known as the Chocolate Thunder, while, which is why all of his fans over at Cox Broadcasting <laughs> suddenly developed a sweet tooth when he came to Atlanta. <laughs> they used to send out Hershey's Kisses on his birthday, but oh. I digress. <laughs> you know, Daryl Dawkins, Kim, had a great career with us. Philadelphia 76 yeah, Very career. Where he was known for breaking backboards the way the siding doctor breaks headboards out at <laughs> Hangman's house every afternoon, you know. Lucky for Chad, though, the siding doctor's known for cleaning up after their work, so. <laughs> That's right. Everything's neat and square. <laughs> uh, no sawdust in the floor no. or anything. <laughs> All the evidence is gone. <laughs> I guess you heard the cumulus reaction to the news of this morning. No, I didn't hear the cumulus. They said, why can't the Kimmer be more like Daryl Dawkins? <laughs> <laughs> why did he have to survive the damn heart attack? Yeah, I, I lived. <laughs> we didn't even realize it for a week because it's not like we went and checked on or anything. <laughs> well, they anyway, were busy. You know, balls, yes, the sir, job probably. of who will be the Georgia Bulldogs starting quarterback is yeah. still up in the air. Up in Kimmer. the air, sir, yeah. Not as up in the air as your contract. they got to make a decision <laughs> by the 1st of September. They can't just keep stalling. <laughs> yes, they can. <laughs> no, but when you coach the Georgia Bulldogs yeah. like Mark Rick, yeah. you're trying to choose a starter, there are some special considerations, Kim. Special considerations? Who's going to be in jail? Who's going to be in rehab? <laughs> who violated their parole? You know, I mean, it's not as easy. As Coach Rick assesses his two quarterback uh, yeah. candidates, yeah. Bryce Ramsey and Grayson Lambert, oh, yeah. he says he's trying to decide which yardstick to use. Yardstick, these are two men's I got to meet, can we? <laughs> Maybe they can narrow it down the way we do at Men's International when we have a toss-up decision. Well, how's that, sir? Mud wrestling, semi-new hopscotch, <laughs> banana-eating contest. There's several different options. Hopscotch. <laughs> Just try to slip it right on by if yeah. I could, you know? Yes, sir. Human dinka toys. There's so many different ways. <laughs> Naked twister. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me write that one down. At the Charlotte Motor Speedway, they're going to be offering the Jeff Gordon final ride package, including a commemorative Jeff Gordon hat, T-shirt, poster. Wow. Screw all that stuff. I just want to see the package. <laughs> Jeff Gordon package, sir. <laughs> the first 500 fans will sign up will receive a complimentary Jeff Gordon fanny pack, as well as something to put all their crap in. So it's quite. And a little pouch, too. 
And one lucky Jeff Gordon fan will be chosen in a prize drawing to join Jeff and the pit crew and see how quickly they can get a nut off and change Jeff's tire. <laughs> as well, let's take a look at his dipstick to make sure there's enough oil to finish the race. <laughs> Keep everything well lubricated. <laughs> you get all that? Yes, sir. <laughs> and finally, Kim, I yeah. want to invite all your listeners yeah. out this weekend to the grand opening of the new Bruce Jenner-themed nightclub in Midtown. Bruce Jenner-themed nightclub? Well, you heard of Swingin' Richards. This one is called Dangling Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> They're offering a couple of entry valet, and there's also convenient parking in the rear of the building if you want to. <laughs> We might even turn the stool upside down, but I don't know why. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> you know, extra room. <laughs> we have a big crowd. <laughs> and I'll see you tomorrow, y'all. <laughs> Thank you, Leslie. The glorious Leslie Dove. Mercy. 1227 on News Radio 1067. Look out. This is your formerly alive announcer, Don Pardo. And this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by Creflo Dollar, who still wants that $65 million jet. And who could blame him, since one is being given away next week on the Steve McCoy (laughs) Morning Show. And now, here's your temporary host, Kim Peterson. Thank you very much. Well, look out, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Let it rip Friday. Anything goes on News Radio 1067. 1236, a little Peter, Paul, and Mary. (laughs) I'm playing this song for a reason, mister. As you know, I go through almanacs that you print out for me so I can pick out my bumper music based on things that are actually happening or some historical import. Well, it was on this day in 1963, 200,000 people showed up at the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. to hear the speech from Reverend Martin Luther King, Jr., delivering his I Have a Dream speech. 1963 this day, and it was Peter, Paul, and Mary who performed Blowing in the Wind right before the Civil Rights Marchers gathered in Washington to hear Martin Luther King, Jr. speak. <laughs> Thank you. I right, got twelve thirty. Twelve thirty. Man, we this is totally out of control. <laughs> I'd like to apologize now for everything that's happened in the last thirty-seven minutes. As well as what's going to happen for the next two hours and 17 minutes or 13 minutes or whatever. 23 minutes or whatever. Hey, told me there'd be no math. math. <laughs> right, I got to try to stop that. There we go. 1237. It's on the Kimber. 844-404-1067. Okay, it's Friday. Let it rip. Anything goes, it's your show. We've got a billion topics. We'll talk. Uh, I'll play some sound bites with Hillary. Uh, talking about the GOP and terrorists. I mean, this this is absolutely below the belt. And she did it for the reason that it's working. She did it so that Trump would no longer be on the front page. She would be. And she's bringing out the guns now, but I think it's too late. And I, this is just appalling. Absolutely appalling. And we'll, we'll talk about reaction to that, too. For, it's uh, Letter of Friday. Anything goes, it's your show. Here's Laura on News Radio 106.7. Hi, Laura. Welcome aboard. Hey, Kimmer. What's up? Happy Friday. Thank you. Happy Friday. Yeah. 
Um, I wanted to thank you so much. I won tickets from you. Y'all gave me tickets last week to Air Supply. Oh, yes, absolutely. And it was a fabulous concert. Was you didn't by oh. chance go, did you? No, I, but I could hear them. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I'm nearby, actually, as it turns out. But I no, I didn't go. But I used to like Air Supply. And uh, it was, uh, you know, it was kind of a uh, foo-foo type group. But I like their music. I like their songs. And, and uh, I'm glad you had a good time. Did you take friend or family or... Pardon me? Did you go with a husband or boyfriend, family, or no? I just I took one of my best girlfriends, Excellent. and um, we just had a, a great, great time. The seats were incredible. Oh, good! And they sang every single song they sang. I think except two were hits. Everybody Excellent. was singing along. Excellent. And um, it was just great. And I also wanted to thank Handman, Hangman. Yeah. Because he did me a special favor. Oh, what do you do? What's the kind of special favor? <laughs> I can't tell you. Yeah, what was that? No, he did what now? Give you a special I package. Did. A, no, a special favor. He'll tell you. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, we have a little mystery to solve here, Laura. Okay. I love a Friday mystery. <laughs> she was a very nice lady. You don't need. All right. Here's uh, Suzanne on News Radio 1067 with the camera. Happy Friday, Suzanne. How's it going? Oh, just Jim Dandy, now that I'm talking to you. Well, you're I'm very telling sweet. you what, my whole world just stops when you come on the show, uh, on the radio. It just, I, whatever I'm doing, I just stop. I have to hold my sides. I'm laughing so hard. Well, you need to get yourself a hobby or something. <laughs> you're completely misguided. You're ruining your no, life, no, no. Suzanne. No but, I'm t- no, but I'm telling you, I really felt your pain when you were so concerned about that poor old lion in Africa. And I totally agree with you on most of the issues. My only issue with you is you need to change and put the Donald Trump in the White House. He is the only one that can save this country, in my opinion. Well, I'll tell you, again, I mean, I, I, you know, make fun of a couple things. But the fact of the matter is, if it's between him and Hillary or anybody else, I vote Trump. I would, you know, I would much rather have Trump in the White House. And by the way, how much harm could he do? Well, hello. You know, I mean, really, how, what, what could he do? I mean, we That's still have a exactly Congress. Right. We still have a Supreme Court. We still have a Congress. We still have federal authorities. We have an FBI. We have a CIA. I mean, so he can't just willy-nilly decide to do everything he ever felt like just because he's president. So how much harm could he do? Well, and the deal is... I can just see him sitting down talking to Putin or any of these other <laughs> thugs. Yeah. Can you just, I mean, that's just a visual I want to keep locked in my brain. Just bring it on. You, you know, and me, too. And Suzanne, I totally, I'm so glad you called. You have a great weekend, and thanks for being with us on Letter Rip Friday. Anything goes. I mean, really, and, and think about it. You think about all the things that Putty Tat did not do, like trying to get uh, Sergeant Tamaresi out of the Mexican jail for almost a year. Never even mentioned his name. Trump would have gone down there. We we wouldn't have had to try to put together some vigilante teams, which we were doing, uh, to go get him. And Trump would have said, give him back or we'll attack you tomorrow. I don't have a problem with that. But still, and really, I, I really put it this way before, but how much harm could he do? How, what, what could a president do on his own if he turned out to be you know, flamboyant as much as Trump is? What really could he do? Have you been paying attention the last seven years? <laughs> <laughs> well... Yeah, that's true. But on the other you have hand, John Boehner standing up to him. Come on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but you know, honestly, I don't think he could. I don't think he could do enough damage to make it to make it a negative to vote, oh. not never vote for him. Can't be worse than this. Absolutely. I, I mean, you're absolutely right. And if you haven't heard the Hillary business, I'm telling you, this is absolutely appalling. Hillary Hillary Rodham Rodham is is struggling so much that she is now attacking uh, GOP candidates as terrorists. Extreme views about women, we expect that from some of the terrorist groups. 
We expect that from people who don't want to live in the modern world, but it's a little hard to take coming from Republicans who want to be the president of the United States. You know, this is such crap. There's not a Republican who is not in favor. Well, it's a double negative. All Republicans are in favor of women's health care. All Republican candidates are in favor of women's health care. Republican candidates uh, almost uh, entirely are not in favor of selling uh, baby fetus parts. That's what the issue is. It has nothing to do with women's health. The Republicans want women to be healthy and have healthy families and babies. And I mean, come on, that's nuts. She's just she's making up a phony issue and try to condemn Republicans because it makes her sound strong, even though she's a freaking phony and a liar. And she has had she had she was the forefront of the war on women in this country when her husband was governor of Arkansas and president of the United States. Hillary led the war against women, 1243. Well, well, I don't get it. They're cold, but they're... The Kimmer Now and News, Weather and Traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. There we go. Stand by, stand by. This is Morgan Freeman. Morgan. And this portion of the Kimmer Show is brought to you by Miss Daisy. Miss Daisy. That woman is such a pain, sometimes I wish Mookie Blaylock was her driver. (laughs) And now, here's your host for the time being, (laughs) Kim Peterson. Morgan Freeman, Twelve fifty, and it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Let her rip Friday. Anything goes. A News Radio one zero six seven. Hold on, Eric. Coming right up. This is the greatest and best song in the world. <laughs> Tribute. That's Long Jack ago, Black. My brother Kyle here from Tenacious D. <laughs> Jack Black, the actor, the goofy, goofball actor, singer, actor type guy. Jack Black, birthday today, 46. This is kind of weird. It's kind of haunting almost. They rock. Yeah. In the middle. Pretty cool. Uh, Speaking of rocking, this was the day in 1964, the Beatles met Bob Dylan. And it was Bob Dylan who introduced the Beatles to uh, marijuana. (laughs) And the rest is history. Uh, I got 1251 News Radio 106.7 on it. Uh, it's only the camera. Let's get to Eric. Uh, may have a correction for the camera. Eric, welcome aboard. Happy Friday. What's up? Hey. Yes, you made the comment earlier about Obama, no one from the White House attending the funerals in Chattanooga. Well, fact check it, Joe Biden did. The vice uh, president. Some, yeah, uh, the vice president uh, did show up at one of the memorials. Uh, and we had a caller just a few minutes ago who said, that doesn't make me feel any better about Putty Tat's uh, lack of, of, of interest or care for military people. But I'm glad Biden went. Uh, so, you know, we, we we corrected that, and that's fine. But it still doesn't make me feel any better about Putty Tat. You know, he, he put his arms around, around around the parents of a deserter that he traded Taliban killers for. Didn't give a damn about the Marine in Mexico. Didn't I mean, he's just, he's just, uh, he's, a, he's a deserter. That's why I call him Putty Tat, deserter in chief. Twelve fifty-two. Uh, hold on, we got the newsbreak line coming up here, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Uh, but this is really distressing. A girl named Cindy Mills used to be a Subway free a franchise, a franchisee holder of Subway in Florida. Cindy Mills uh, said she used to talk to to Jared Fogle all the time. He tried to get her to to advertise on Craigslist. She says that Fogle used to talk about Jared. Now talked about his preference for little girls. He described having sex with girls, underage prostitutes in both the United States and Thailand. He had sex with girls between the ages of 9 and 16. 
And she went to Subway. She said, I was scared of this whole thing. Went to their company uh, CEO of their behavioral uh, comment line, human resources people. And uh, the guy, uh, his name was Moody. And she said, Moody cut her off in the middle of their conversation saying, please don't tell me any more about this. He said, uh, Jared's had problems in the past, but now he, he has a teacher that he's in love with. And so we think he'll keep him grounded. That was 2008 when she warned Subway that Jared was a pervert and a child molester, having sex with nine-year-old girls and bragging about it. No more Subway. Oh my. <clears throat> and Subway didn't do anything about it. Uh, and now, after a second complaint, the uh, Subway now says, we heard about the possibility of a second complaint. We began an investigation that is ongoing. Gosh, if there's only other sandwich shops we could uh, go to instead of the <laughs> Subway. Oh, wait. Are there? By golly, there are oh, several, aren't there? Jimmy John's. Well, we have one right down the street. Firehouse, Firehouse Subs yes. right there. Which, yeah. Anyway, just for the record. All right, it's uh, 12.53. It's only the camera on News Radio 1067. 844 And speaking of guns, um, the... Uh, the the uh, I was going to say the father of the dead reporter is trying to make sure that nut jobs don't get guns. I don't know how you possibly work that out, but uh, the 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 uh, uh, governor, the Democratic governor of Virginia, is now trying to take all our guns. And for the record, in case you didn't remember, Timothy McVeigh never had a gun when he killed 168 people. Injured 680. You can still buy fertilizer. You can buy racing fuel. You can buy and rent box trucks. Murderers will murder without or with or without a gun. Guns are not the issue. Newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kim. This is Charles Barkley. I'm sorry I got disconnected earlier. It's all right, I had an emergency Charles. phone call I had to take. Oh, we really hope everything's all right. Oh, yeah, nothing too serious, but the line moved on the Falcon-Miami game, so. <laughs> Give me 12 on the over I tell you what, you know, I'm really confused, Kim, yeah. about this whole Daryl Dawkins tragedy. Very sad. Chocolate but Thunder died, yeah. I, you know, I thought Magic Johnson was known as Sir Slam. <laughs> Maybe that was only in the locker room that he had that no. nickname. <laughs> no, I feel terrible, terrible. about, you know, Daryl Dawkins, yeah, 76, is my old team. You know, yeah. Daryl taught me everything I know about busting the backboard, Kimmer. Really? Is that right? I bet between me and Daryl Dawkins, we probably broke almost as much glass as the Kimmer's opening tee shot do at the Brookfield Country Club, man. <laughs> <laughs> I hear Bill Hawkins retired from the Brookfield Country Club. That's right. Club. He's been there running the joint, knowing the joint. Now he's, he's Yeah, Bill there. said he just gotten, you know, really tired of having to attend the funeral of some member of the club struck down in the prime of life by one of Kimmer's snack put drive. So, you know. <laughs> Ricocheting in the lounge. <laughs> Bouncing off the bar windows. <laughs> you know, kind of like Amanda Davis is Lincoln. We'd like to invite you for inviting us in our living room today. <laughs> Actually, into the living room. <laughs> it's the Kimmer. Yeah, it's anyway, yes, a lot sir. of people have posted some profound, touching yeah. things about the late Daryl Dawkins. Daryl Dawkins. Could I read a few? Yes, please do, please. Yeah, John Madden said, hey, folks, here's a guy when he stopped breathing, he dies. Boom. <laughs> John, very touching. <laughs> Jamie Dupree had this to say about <laughs> oh, the Daryl Dawkins. The most connected Dawkins. man, sure. D Daryl Dawkins, dead at 58. He was 57. Then he was 58. <laughs> On his next birthday, he would have been 59. <laughs> Thank you, Jamie. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I'm not sure that was Jamie Dupree who said that. I did hear it somewhere, though. Well, there you go. <laughs> 
Even Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> chimed in on the Shaquille death of Daryl Dawkins. Shaquille chimed in, did he really? Dale's gone, DeForest Long, pain in his chest, he'll be laid to rest. The chocolate thunder, six feet under. <laughs> See, Shaquille just likes to rhyme these days, Nothing you know. like a good rhyme when you need when you're sad, isn't it? Pain there? never wins, just keep the icy hot off your twins. <laughs> it does the trick, just go get it near your, you know. <laughs> your uh, area. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, tough day for Jordan on the golf course tough yesterday. Tough day for Michael Jordan, was it? it? <laughs> oh, Jordan Spieth. I'm sorry. Jordan Spieth. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, know, you were supposed to think it was Jordan Spieth. And then oh, I could say, did he find his daddy in one of the water houses? But now the joke completely ruined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have rehearsals or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> These are live, all right. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> sorry, Charles. <laughs> We'll, we'll try again later. My bad. I, I got nothing. 1258. Time for the 1257 break on News Radio 1067. Sorry. Before you leave for your long awaited trip to Europe, Africa, or Alpharetta, make sure you make your way to showcase photo and video and see John Williams and the team. Not only are they Atlanta's premier authorized dealer for Nikon, Canon, Sony, Panasonic, Fiji, Black Magic Design, Olympus, and more, the Showcase School remains a pioneer in field of adult photography education. Located at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, call them today, Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer, 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676 or showcaseinc.com. Read my lips. This is your farmer, Commander-in-Chief George Bush Sr., and you're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show, courtesy of Hangman and John Boy. Listen to The Kimmer, weekdays, noon to 3, right over there on News Radio 1067. To miss it wouldn't be right, wouldn't be prudent. The Kimmer, he's like Kleenex. Yeah, baby. Strong, soft... And disposal. Oh, no, wait a minute. The Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. Yeah, look at it. Let her Friday, anything goes. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. Here's our number 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. Let her Friday. It's your show. And this is pretty funny. Joey Fatone has written an open letter to the band members of One Direction. It's, he says, Dear Liam Payne, Lewis Tomlinson, Neil Horan, or is it Niall? Neil or Niall? And Harry Styles. Hey, guys. It's Joey Fatone, former member of NSYNC and current announcer on Family Feud, the job I've always dreamed of. This weekend, while sitting on the toilet and crying, I love my life, I flipped through my iPhone and saw that you announced a one-year hiatus beginning in March. Again, he's a letter to One Direction. I wanted to congratulate you guys and wish you well. I'm sure 2016 will be a wonderful time for everyone from One Direction to pursue some independent projects before regrouping as a stronger band one year later. Here's to spreading your wings. And then he says, here's how it's going to go down, fellas. 
While you're all on hiatus, Harry will record some dope singles with Beyonce, Ryan Adams, and Wiz Khalifa, come out with a killer solo album produced by Pharrell and Timbaland, cut his hair, dye his hair, do a second less awesome album, let his hair grow super long, wear it in two braids, crush a self-effacing cameo in a Judd Apatow movie, buzz his hair, release a third self-produced album, which he hints at being bisexual that everyone will call his best work. The rest of you are screwed. I mean, screwed. I'm the second most successful former member of NSYNC, and I'm Joey Fatone. Say that out loud to yourself. Besides Justin Timberlake, Joy Fatone's the most successful member of NSYNC. Best case scenario, he writes, you'll do a six-week stint on Minions the Musical on Broadway before you bounce around different hosting jobs on channels like Spike and True TV. Do you know what Chris Kirkpatrick is doing? Because I don't. He's completely unreachable. He might be managing a Best Buy in Sacramento. He might be dead. No one knows. Lewis, I'm looking at you. There is one exception. If one of you is gay, you might have a shot. Wait till One Direction has been dead for two years, kiss your hot boyfriend at an award show, then ride that relevance like a beautiful uh, excitement thing there, and pray to God you get a show on Bravo. It's not that you guys aren't talented, it's that Harry is so, so much cuter, cooler, and more talented than the rest of you. Deep down, you've always known that, but you will never truly understand it until you're in your grimy little condo, sitting in your boxers, sucking a chow mein noodle off your PlayStation controller, and watching Harry blow it up on SNL. <laughs> he said, Jesus, I wish I was still an NSYNC. I mean, Jesus, I would give all my hair to go back to that. And anyway, enjoy the next few months, One Direction, because they're your last. <laughs> Joey Fatone from NSYNC. Is that opened a letter to One Direction? I love it. Why don't, oh, news, sweetness, Bell. I got stuff. I got uh, topics. Oh, God. All right. Hold everything. Just a minute. Now i got to get my sweetness bell package. All right. Here we go. Sweetness bell. All right. The sharing of marriage. We need to get some music here. Hold on a second. I got to get this. I got to do this right here. No, we're going to go. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) The sharing of marriage. The old man placed an order for one hamburger, French fries, and a drink. He unwrapped the plain hamburger, carefully cut it in half, placing one half in front of his wife. He then carefully counted out the french fries, dividing them into two piles, and neatly placed one pile in front of his wife. He took a sip of the drink, his wife took a sip, then set the cup down between them. As he began to eat his few bites of hamburger, the people around them were looking over and whispering. Obviously, they were thinking, that poor old couple, all they can afford is one meal for the two of them. As the man began to eat his fries, a young man came to the table and politely offered to buy another meal for the old couple. The old man said, no, we're, we're fine. They're just used to sharing everything. People closer to the table noticed the little old lady had not eaten a single bite. She sat there watching her husband eating and occasionally taking turns sipping the drink. Again, the young man came over and begged them to let him buy another meal for the two of them. This time, the old woman said, no, no, thank you. We're used to sharing everything. Finally, as the old man finished and was wiping his face neatly with a napkin, the young man again came over to the little old lady who had not taken a single bite yet of food, and asked, Ma'am, what is it you're waiting for? And she answered, The teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I can't hear you. Your mic's not on. What? Can we play a quick version of Not So Fast there, Kimmer? Absolutely. What'd I do? One problem with the Joey Fatone letter. Yeah. Was not written by Joey Fatone. Well, now who wrote it then? It was written by Above Average's website. Uh, it's a parody website by Joanne Bradley. And apparently Joey Fatone has come out 
and and apologize because one direction. Oh, for fans God's sakes! It's a funny you. letter. It's a yeah. joke. So now this is an issue. It was funny. Oh, for did. God's <laughs> sakes! Yeah, we, we see. Never. We should never correct things. It was perfect on its own. Now all of a sudden, now it's an issue. Now Joey Fatone's upset, and they got to apologize. He's oh my God! Can people just stop everything for a minute? My God! <laughs> you know, oh, Joey Fatone's now got to react because someone did a satire letter. Wonder, oh, oh, for God's sake! That letter is the truth. Though. It's hysterical, yeah. and it's exactly on point, yeah. and it's 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 perfectly culturally timely. And now it's a freaking issue. God, can we can, just go back to be, having common sense for just a few yeah. minutes once in a while in this country? Yeah. God, twenty twelve. Hey, <laughs> <Meatloaf! laughs> we want it now. The <laughs> the Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio. Uh, look out, look out. Six, seven. Stand by. Oh, oh, this is Joan Rivers. <laughs> and this portion of the Kim Peterson show yes. is brought to you by Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, Ca- can we talk? <laughs> Caitlyn is so unappealing. <laughs> oh, George Clooney wants to marry her. Oh, I've seen younger faces on money. And now here's your host, Kim Peterson. <laughs> Thank you so much. By the way, it was one year ago today. That Joan Rivers was rushed to Mount Sinai Hospital in New York after suffering cardiac arrest at her doctor's office for a routine outpatient procedure. She died a week later. Joan Rivers was 81, but it was this day one year ago she was rushed to Mount Sinai. This is Shania Twain. She's the birthday girl. Shania Twain today is 50. Uh, Just got divorced or announced a divorce from her husband, who is her producer. Uh, let's see what else we got. Daniel Stern, the actor, fine actor, fifty-eight years old. He was one of the guys in, uh, City, in City Slickers. He was the guy who was having an affair with his uh, clerk girl at the grocery store or whatever. And uh, let's see, Daniel Stern's fifty-eight. Uh, Billy Boyd from Lord of the Rings is forty-seven. Among other things today. All right, look up. One twenty News Radio one zero six seven eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. I got a nice text here message today. From Hoyt, the Sows man, who says, Kimmer, love your show. I have a seven-month-old grandson, and his parents are tickled that he has learned to say daddy and mama. What they don't know is that I'm teaching him his first sentence, which is, iron my shirt. (laughs) (laughs) 120 on News Radio 106.7. It's Hartwell Bob on News Radio. Hi, Bob. Hello. (laughs) Hi, Bob. How's it going? You know, oh. you know, I'm a loyal listener. Yes, sir. And uh, you confused me. Earlier you said you would go for somebody like Trump over Obama or any Democrat. Because yeah. he would invade Mexico and get that, would have gotten that soldier up. Yeah, I mean, how many, how many American lives would you figure would be worth sacrificing? It wouldn't take any American lives to go get them. Are you kidding? But plus, I mean, it, so what, what's, the, what's the answer? Why is there an American life worth doing anything to save other American lives? Why ever have? Why ever go to war I, I just, then? I know. Oh, I know that war is for rich, to fight for wealthy people to make money for the most part. But no, really, oh, how, how many how many lives do you figure it would be worth to go in and get that soldier? Well, let's find. Hold I mean, on, let me look it up. All right, let's the Mar- well, the Marine. See, if it was a soldier, it'd be three. A Marine, hold on, Pete, can you get me the, what's that file? Uh, It's, uh, for a Marine, it's 14. Seven, uh, it's three for an Army guy, 14 for a Marine. And 10 for a sailor. Uh, Sailor's kind of between, yeah, between the two. Sailor is a little less than a Marine. Anyway, thanks for calling, Bob. Really appreciate it. Oh, hello, sailor. (laughs) God. 
you know, I mean, okay, I, that's yeah. I, I, that's all right. It's all good. <laughs> one twenty-two here on News Radio one hundred six. Jeez. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. It's only the Kimmer. This is the buzzkill hour of the show. <laughs> News <laughs> line coming up. Sponsored by the Siding Doctor. I hope. We we have like a phone issue here apparently. So uh, we're Never come back. I hate. <laughs> never the News <laughs> line. By the way, John Boy, as you know, I try to update you on cultural events which will make you a, a more well-rounded person. Right. Have you ever seen the movie Casablanca? Uh, bits and Pieces. Casablanca's on tonight on TCM, Turner Classic Movies. It's on tonight at 8 o'clock. Date night. You should. Okay. Uh, do you have a DVR or a VCR or something? You, you need to get the DVR. You have cable? Yeah, we have cable. We don't have a DVR. Well, you got to get the DVR. Make her, Tell her to fork it over. <laughs> I mean, she should be chipping in here. Tell her to fork over the extra. What is it, 12 bucks a month, for God's sakes, to have a DVR thing on there? Right. Okay. Right. We'll get the have her fork over the lousy twelve bucks so you can DVR stuff because you got to see you need to see Casablanca just on general principle. It's like you need to see Gone with the Wind. You need to see Patton. You need to see uh, Blazing Saddles. You need to see yeah, you, you know so making a God. Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't think I caught that one. Right, hold on. Here's uh, oh, wait a second. We got Jason's got there an answer go. to Bob. But first, there's a newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line right now. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimmer. This is uh, Donald Trump calling. <laughs> the Donald with the real hair. You don't wear a toupee. Of course not. This is my own hair. I just made the last payment on it, for God's sake. <laughs> I've been known for the years Donald. for my rughead good looks. Anyway. <laughs> rughead <laughs> good looks. <laughs> it's very sad about Daryl Dawkins, Kimmer. Daryl Dawkins died at You know, I heard some guy on the radio say he was 58, and if he'd lived, to his next birthday, he would have been 59. I mean, that, again, this is the kind of information you just can't get everywhere. Well, you know, you know we're trying to be helpful. It's just, uh, you know, another thing. Well, Arthur Blank says in the AJC that he plans to take a backseat role to the day-to-day operations of the Atlanta Falcons. Backseat role. Yeah, yeah right. The day <laughs> Arthur Blank stops net meddling in the Falcons' business is the day that Kimmer gets a new contract. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I thought I was a... Anyway, Arthur Blake has a history <laughs> yeah, of sticking yeah. his nose where it doesn't belong. If you don't believe me, Kimmer, just ask the secretarial pool about that sometime. <laughs> All right, sir. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's a Home Depot billionaire, right? Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of us are old-fashioned and still use yeah. a dictaphone as opposed to, you know... <laughs> How do you turn this thing on? Broker <laughs> Is there an off switch on this thing? <laughs> Thank you so much there, Mr. Helper. Well, reporters are giving Trump grief because I said the Bible's my favorite book, but I couldn't yeah. quote a single verse from the well, Bible. Well, couldn't come a verse. No, well, there's so many great verses in the Bible. I'm just so glad you haven't asked me to list one or well, anything. Well, you, know? you must have a couple of favorites or something well, you think about. You put me on this. Yeah, we How about the book of uh, the book of Irving? Was that in the Old Testament? <laughs> God says to Moses, "You'll never see the Promised Land, but on your deathbed, you'll receive total consciousness." <laughs> so you got so that Moses going. will have that going for him. Was see, I told you I knew Which my Bible. Nice, yeah. How it's about a... the book of Romans when the Apostle Paul says? Mm. It's easy to grin when you're free from sin and you've got a Lucifer beat. <laughs> Lucifer beat. <laughs> or the Book of Murray. Remember that? Book of Murray. I'm not yes, gonna... where God said to Noah, I'd keep sailing. I don't think the heavy stuff's coming in for quite a while now. Spawn and get your foot off the boat. 
And who could forget the book of Seymour? Book of Seymour, yes, sir. When God said to the Israelites, you are my chosen people, and as far as the Gentiles are concerned, well, the world needs ditch diggers, too. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope this proves, once and for all, that Donald Trump knows his Bible, for God's sake. Spiritual you yeah. are, sir. Thank you so much. <laughs> who forget what Moses said at the Red Sea? Yeah. Hello, who is this? <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> oh, wait a minute, that was Chuck Heston, I think it was. This is a different one. <laughs> ah, where's your God now, Donald? <laughs> what am I, a doctor? <laughs> Thank you so much, the Donald, right here with the camera. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, it's a money shot, all right. Look out. We got Helen, Gilbert, and Jason with an answer for Bob all coming up. 127, more Newsbreaker lines. We'll get a couple of songs in for you. Have a little good time here right up till 3 o'clock on News Radio 1067. This is Al Pacino. (laughs) This portion of the Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by Kanye West. Kanye. Boy, do I feel sorry for Kanye. Now the poor guy has two mother in laws. Hoo-ah! Oh, now here's Caitlin your host, Jenner. Kim Peterson. Bruce Jenner is it? <laughs> I get it. One thirty-six. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Let her rip. Friday, anything goes. Helen, Jason, Gilbert, hold on. You're up. And News Radio one zero six seven. Tried to find you at the bottom of a bottle. Country pop singer Cassidy Pope, who's on The Voice on TV, is twenty-six today. Also, here's a name I bet you haven't heard in a little while, Honey Boo Boo. Wow. Reality TV star Alana Thompson, known as Honey Boo Boo, is 10 today. And coming up uh, weekend birthdays include Robin Leach, Champagne Wishes, and Caviar Dreams. Robin Leach is 74 tomorrow. And also tomorrow, from the movie Risky Business and a bunch of other things, but that's one people knew. I think that might have been her first major role. Hand that rocks the cradle, too. Yeah, but, I th- but Risky Business was yeah. before that, but Hand that rocks the cradle is another one. Rebecca De Mornay is 56 years old today. You don't know, you know who that is, John Boy? I have no you never saw Risky Business? Uh, I, I know the slide-in scene. That's it. Oh, my God. Well, there's another one. You really I I should, never saw it either. You never saw Risky Business? Oh, oh it's it's amu- it's a very amusing movie. You really need to see it. Oh, my God. I can't believe you guys. All right, 137. I got a newsmaker lunch coming up. Sponsored by The Siding Doctor. Doctor. We got some songs for you. Goofing around with uh, Literate Friday. Anything goes. Uh, let's get to Helen and Jason and Gilbert coming up. Hello, Helen. Welcome to News Radio 1067. How's it going, Helen? Oh, it's going well. Thank you so much. Did I hear that the younger generation wants to play Iron My Shirt? Yeah, he's going to, he's teaching his seven month, hold on, I got it right here. Uh, 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 Hoyt is teaching his seven month old grandson to say Iron My Shirt. (laughs) Well, show him how. Okay, we'll do this very briefly. Iron My Shirt. Oh, no problem. I can multitask on my knees. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Iron My Shirt. Oh, yes, darling, and what would you like for dinner? <laughs> All right, one more. Iron my shirt. Buy me something. <laughs> now, now we're talking. <laughs> I think I was married to you. <laughs> Helen, you have a great weekend. I got to go. You're killing me. Uh, Jason on News Radio 106.7. Thanks for holding, Jason. You're on the radio. Welcome. Hey, Kimmer. Long-time listener. Absolutely love the show. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. 
Hey, not to outdo Brett, but... There you go. Excellent. Tru- trucker's got a horn to Kimmer. Yes, sir. Hey, I just had a uh, quick response for Bob, who uh, who wanted to know how many troops or how many soldiers it'd be worth to send in to save the one. Yeah. As a former soldier, the simple answer is as many as it takes. That's the only answer there is. Whatever it takes, that's what the job requires. Jason, you're absolutely right, man. Separate fine. God bless America. Keep up the good fight, too. I mean, you know, even asking questions like that is is is, is just, uh, yeah, it's like, I wonder if that was David <laughs> in disguise. Uh, here's Gilbert on News Radio 1067 with the Kimmer. Hello, Gilbert. Welcome aboard. Happy Friday. Thank you, Kimmer. The question I want to ask is um, how are we going to avoid uh, so much uh, voter fraud for the 2016? Because uh, like California has been giving uh, driver's license to all these legal aliens, and then the next thing you've got to register, register them to vote. So you've got a lot of illegal aliens that are going to be voting because the Democratic Party has been working on this for a long time. And that's how these people work, because I've been up, and, up front and uh, personal with these guys. They know how they operate. Yeah. So um, how are we going to um, – and then the voting booth or voting areas where they vote, uh, what if it's run by a bunch of leftist Marxists or, you know, socialists? Are they going to uh, fraud, you know, vote and fraud all, all the way up? It's like just the last election. So what, how do you deal with that, Kimmer? Gilbert, that's a, a great question. I'm not sure there's an answer to it. But, again, you know, you have to show an ID to buy a pack of cigarettes. You have to show an ID to buy a beer. You have to show an ID to, uh, what's that? Yeah, yeah, if you want to rent a car, you got to prove you're 21. Uh, I mean, it, it, you've got to you show ID for a lot of things, but not to vote. <laughs> if you try to make someone show an ID to vote, you're guilty of uh, discrimination. you got this guy named Orchid Ramho. Ramos, I call him Rambo. Yeah, Rambo. Yeah, Ramos. Yeah, the uh, Univision uh, anchor guy. Yeah, I call him Rambo. Anyways, yeah. uh, he um, he's anything but uh, what do you call a saboteur. He's gonna try to saboteur the the twenty sixteen election because yeah. he wouldn't sit down when uh, Donald Trump told him. And yeah. His job was to disrupt the, uh, the, the news conference. Yeah. So that guy, he, and he's on Fox with uh, our favorite girl, uh, Megan Kelly. Megan Kelly, yeah. Now, what a trainer. She, she's, I call her Helen Troy because she let the Trojan horse in. <laughs> <laughs> Gilbert, you have a great weekend. Excellent points for you, sir. A quick Kimmer letter here. I was surprised with a package as I came in today. And I have a letter that's attached to it from Jeff Dunwoody and says, Hello, Kimmer. I was cleaning out my storage unit the other day, and I came across this item. I immediately thought of you and your love of the movie. Once you replace the batteries, push the red cowbanga, and off he goes. Okay, Chachi. By the way, did I mention Alpharetta? Yeah. So far, he's doing all Kimmerisms here. And what it, what it was was he sent me the go the, the gopher doll from Caddyshack. And that, you know, it's like a two foot tall doll, and it has batteries in it. And when you hit it, it plays a song and does a little dance, and that's the gopher from Caddyshack. Uh, he says, ex-Navy anti-submarine warfare, 7279 here. We tracked Russian nuclear subs out of Vladivostok, Russia. Drove them nuts with Sano buoys. I was also at the air base in Japan in 76 when out of nowhere a Russian MiG lands on the runway. Talk about a lockdown in a hurry. It was nuts. Mercy me, it's only the Kimmer. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Again, he's writing this. He's in yeah. my thing. Um, he said, my dad was 27 years Navy, uh, Pearl Harbor survivor. After the war began, as an officer, he flew uh, Black Cat Command involved in major naval battles, including Guadalcanal and Midway. He earned the Navy Cross and the Silver Star. The Navy Cross is one step below the Medal of Honor, by the way. As with most veterans from the war, he did very little talking about his career. It wasn't until late 70s that a Japanese product was allowed in our home. 
He passed away in 1998. Anyway, hope you enjoy the gopher. Unlike you, he has never had cancer. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> oh heartbreaker, we tease, we joke. He wrote that, too. <laughs> heartbreaker, we tease, we joke. Keep up the great work. I listen almost every day. The next time you go to a restaurant, instead of eating off the menu, try using a plate. <laughs> now, wait a minute. That's not what I meant. <laughs> Jeff Dunwoody, how about that? Very cool. Thank you, Jeff. That was very well appreciated. Uh, 142. Oh, now here we go again. The Kimmer Now and News Weather and Traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Look out. Hello, my <laughs> name is Jarnak the Magnificent. The Magnificent. And there. this portion of our show is brought to yes, you yes, by yes, yes. There's Something Rotten in Denmark. There's Something Rotten in Denmark. What does Denmark have in common with a landmark diner? <laughs> and now here's your Yo. temporary host, uh, Charlton uh, Heston. Uh, Look out, it's only me, it's only the Kimmer. 150 on News Radio 1067. Let her rip Friday, anything goes, it's your show. 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. Stevie Wonder knows basketball talent when he sees it. Well, okay. Well, you know what I mean. Stevie Wonder is the guy who gave Daryl Dawkins the nickname Chocolate Thunder. And the former NBA star, Daryl Dawkins, uh, passed away, died of a heart attack at 58 years old just now, or I guess it was last, yesterday or last night. And uh, Dawkins passed away. He was 58. And in a recent interview, he took pride in the fact that Stevie Wonder gave him the nickname after sensing that Daryl Dawkins had such unique talents on the basketball court. It was after he exploded a couple of backboards and shattered the glass all over the court for the first, I think he was the first one who ever did it wasn't he as far as we know and he be, and Stevie Wonder called him Chocolate Thunder and that's the name stuck Daryl Dawkins just passed away 152 hey hold it there's a newsmaker line let's see who's on the old newsmaker line good afternoon hello who is this? <laughs> it's Charlton Heston <laughs> Mr. Heston yes <laughs> A woman pulled Donald Trump's hair? You pulled her hair, yeah. Well, I guess turnabout is fair play. It's about time, you know. <laughs> he roughed up you know, it's funny. The Ivana was married to Donald for years, and she's the one that wound up with the male pattern baldness. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get on the wrong side of that guy. No, sir. Yeah, Pull your hair out. Tommy cartoonist in the Al Jazeera Constitution, yeah. Mike Lukovich, yeah. did a tasteless cartoon about the NRA. The NRA I guns. guess Mike didn't have time to listen to the radio yesterday and steal a real idea like he normally does. <laughs> right. From the newsmaker line. Yeah, usually. Mike Lukovich plans to do a cartoon about the Virginia reporter gunman wearing an Obama sticker, you know, right after he apologizes to Officer Darrell Wilson. <laughs> right. <laughs> And he apologizes to the family of Richard Jewell. You rushed to judgment, mother lover, you. <laughs> That's right. Remember that story. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yes. yeah. The bombing knapsack. To hell with Mike, joke a thief. As <laughs> I've often said on the Charlton Heston show, owning <laughs> yes. a gun is everyone's God. But God, God. bless it. God given. God bless it or given. Either one God. of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you. think that's what I used to say, but no. <laughs> well, you got the right direction entirely. Right <laughs> yes, you did, sir. To quote VA Director Leslie Wiggins, Mr. Heston. Yes, sir. 
They'll have to pry this TV remote from my cold <laughs> hand, especially if the Bernie Mac show is on during work hours, damn you. Direct quote. Direct quote to V. Direct Thank you. That was my acting, acting segment for this afternoon. So realistic. Yes. So what if Arthur Blank is old-fashioned? A lot of executives use a dictaphone, I'm telling you. <laughs> Now it's time. Yes, it's time. For a visitor from the East. East. Charnak, the Charnak. Magnificent. The Magnificent, sir. Why is the man handing me envelopes? <laughs> well, so you're supposed to open them oh, and then okay. tell what's in first. The answer you... is Chocolate Thunder. Chocolate Thunder. What happens after Nancy Grace eats four chocolate tacos? <laughs> <laughs> chocolate rumbling followed by some chocolate thunder. <laughs> The answer is over the hill. Over the hill. What would you call a 15-year-old girl in Snellville? Oh, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Somebody get a speeding oh. ticket in Snellville lately? Or? <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't drive 90 to get through that hellhole? <laughs> Just trying to get out of here, officer. <laughs> I saw a billboard that said, hell is real, and the next one said, welcome to Snellville. <laughs> I'll be here all week. Thank you. I hold in my hand. Yeah. And the last envelope. Final thank you, May your only son pop out of the cake at a Cox executive's birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is yeah. the punchline and Ashley Madison. The punchline and Ashley Madison. Name two places that Jerry Farber goes to to get screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jerry. <laughs> Charnak. Oh, he's homeless now. The punch said they might, said they might want to buy his apartment building, so could they go ahead and evict him? Anyway, they might want to buy it, you know? The Daily Double. Make a clean sweep. <laughs> oh, you know what the Daily Double is for Jerry Farber. No, what's that, sir? Prune juice and an enema. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Charnak, the magnificent. Your waitress is damn you, Harry. There you go. Thank you, sir. Look out. 156 News Radio 1067. It's only the Kimmer. Yes, it's true. 844 404 1067. You know, the husband of the woman who was shot in the TV murders uh, just uh, yesterday, the husband was asked about whether we need more gun control in this country. If he hadn't had a gun, he'd have had a knife or he'd had a machete. He was bound and determined to try to make a name for himself on live TV because he'd failed at it so many times. So no, I don't blame the gun. I blame the guy that was holding the gun. This was a soundbite from Fox. I'll bet you don't hear that anywhere else on the network news on NBC, ABC, or CBS. And it wasn't quoted anywhere in the newspaper. But here's the husband of the woman who was shot in the back. Apparently the gunman, the killer, uh, tried to shoot her in the head. She flinched and ducked. Uh, and he tried to shoot her in the head a second time. She flinched and ducked, and that's when she dropped and went into a fetal position on the ground, and he shot her in the back while she was laying her on the that's sidewalk. What that's what hit her. Yeah. She ducked twice. He tried to hit her in the head and missed, and then he shot her when she huddled up as a, a, like a fetal position. But the husband says hey, he would have gotten her no matter what. The issue was not a gun. The issue was the person holding it. 157, it's only the Kimmer, News Radio 1067. Who let the dogs out? <laughs> 
Hey guys, it's John Boy. Thanks for downloading today's Kimmer Show podcast. Be sure to tune in from noon to three from Monday to Friday for more fun with the whole gang right here on News Radio 1067. This is Dr. Phil, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. How's that working out for you? If you must, listen to the Kimmer weekdays noon to three on News Radio 1067. The Kimmer has a surefire pickup line he uses on the ladies. Yeah. Can I buy you a drink, or would you rather just have the money? <laughs> yeah. He always goes home alone Thank you. and broke. The Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. <laughs> Although a couple of times I've actually gotten a smile from going up to an attractive lady at the bar and saying, um, Hi, uh, I'm uh, so-and-so. I wondered, uh, can I buy you a, a sports car, maybe a small boat? <laughs> they start laughing, and then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it happens every time. This is what it sounds like later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two Andy Grammer is going to be hitting the hardwood floor, dancing with the stars. He's part of the new cast for the show, kicks off in September. He was a musical guest on the show last season, Andy Grammer on Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars has been on TV for something like 21 years or something. Yeah, I was just, I, honest, I, I mean, I can't believe it. I thought it was like three years old or something. Didn't I, 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 I think I heard someone say that. Yeah, tw- like 20 something years. 21 years. Is that unbelievable? 21 seasons Dancing with the Stars. All right, here comes Hangman. Hold everything. He's running in from the booth. So it must be some kind of an update. What? They do two seasons a year. Oh, so it's 11 years. 11. Or 10 and, oh, oh, two seasons a year. Two seasons a season. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, so it's been 10 years. But still, I thank you, Hangman. Here you go. <laughs> all right. A couple of birthdays. Man, we are just <laughs> losing it here. All the uh, Emma Sams, one of the uh, little cuties from the soap opera days. Oh, Dynasty. Dynasty. Oh, yeah. Emma Sams is 55 today. And uh, let's see. Barbara Bach. Remember Barbara Bach from uh, Ringo's wife? Ringo, yeah, Ringo stars. Spy who loved me. Yep, uh, Spy who loved me. Barbara Bach is sixty nine today. Wow, there you go. Cool. All right, I got it. It's only me. Two oh seven on News Radio one oh six seven eight four 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 oh four ten sixty seven eight four 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 oh four ten sixty seven. Uh, we do have actual topics and actual uh, things here, but I wanted to. Have you heard about the uh, the the um, obituary one of the best ever and it was from a guy who's not famous uh for example uh rick rice walked with god saturday august 15th rick died from complications resulting from being stubborn refusing to go to the doctor raising hell for nearly six decades a pulmonary embolism also played a minor role in his demise <laughs> okay he spent over 40 years in the valley done to that widely recognized a leader in the industry but his most cherished accomplishment was his three daughters jenny deidre and shayla he never let an opportunity to laugh slip by. His witty humor greased his way through many a sticky situation. He orchestrated a truly legendary life, always dreaming. Um, he went to live his life to the fullest, did it his way with style and class, baby. A charisma, charm, style. Rick was married to T. Rose, spent the next 25 years in a whirlwind love affair. Uh, let's see. 
And this isn't very good after all. I don't know why we even started saying that. <laughs> that's the worst damn obituary I ever read. He told me that was the best obituary that's ever been written. <laughs> I took what was that? St- stinking word for it, and I started reading it. I said, this isn't extraordinary. There's nothing in here I give a damn about. I wouldn't read this. It was sitting in front of me, which it just was, and I was. Mommy? <laughs> that's a, horrible. That's the worst <laughs> obituary I ever freaking read. Jeez. Uh, yeah, you dirty rotten. Anyway, <laughs> I got nothing. I got what nothing. is it with you, son? <laughs> You're pathetic. Or just unintelligent. Well, I don't know, and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Mercy, mercy, mercy. All right, we have we have news break lights coming up. Sponsored by the Signing Doctor. I'll do the glorious Leslie Dove uh, within the next half hour. It's a little too long for me to slip in right here, but I will have it for you shortly. Well, in fact, let's. Uh, we got another one available, which I may. What? <laughs> oh, I think I said something bad, didn't I? <laughs> No, wait. No, wait a minute. <laughs> You're not going anywhere. You're part of the show, mister. <laughs> oh, is he going to play that back? <laughs> what? Now, what I'm saying was, I'm going to play the glorious Leslie Dove. And I will try to <laughs> slip it into the program <laughs> in the next half an hour. But I think it may have come out wrong. <laughs> What? I think it may have come out. I've been ruined by this show. <laughs> oh my god. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. It's all good. Everything's good. Everything's gonna be fine. <sighs> Not to worry. Uh, we have Holy Crap Sports coming up for Shirley. But actually, there are some serious issues going on here, including Hillary Rodham Rodham, who's really just coming out swinging now because she's sick. And t- this is a last-ditch effort to try to get Donald Trump off the front page, where she is now linking Republicans with terrorists. Extreme views about women, we expect that from some of the terrorist groups. Mm-hmm. We expect that from people who don't want to live in the modern world. But it's a little hard to take coming from Republicans who want to be the president of the United States. Well, she said, I'd like Republicans to look a mom in the eye who caught her breast cancer early because she was able to get a screening for cancer. Or anyone who's ever been protected by an HIV test. That's not the issue, and she knows it. It's another fake straw dog uh, controversial plan to get publicity for her own failing campaign. Jeb Bush says Hillary compares pro-life Americans to terrorists but defends despicable Planned Parenthood treatment of the unborn. Uh, Kasich from Ohio, less pointedly, said, uh, Coincidence, Hillary came out swinging to John Kasich after polls show he's the only one who beats her in New Hampshire. Uh, let's see. ISIS apparently does not have an official policy on federal funding for abortion in America, but ISIS does <laughs> rape young girls as young as 11 and put them into sex slavery. Yeah. So that's a, that's a point for you, Hillary. My God. Uh, the press secretary for the Republican National Committee, Allison Moore, said for Hillary Clinton to equate her political opponents to terrorists is a new low for her flailing campaign. She should apologize immediately for her inflammatory rhetoric. Uh, in fact, uh, Marco Rubio says this is just typical of Hillary stuff. She's a failing candidate, has no credibility. He's being exposed uh, for being deceitful on the whole issue of her server, pro- uh, compromise the national security of the United States. 
And quite frankly, she's busy chasing um, Bernie Sanders and others in her party to the extreme left. Well, she's come out uh, swinging now, and I'm not sure this is going to work. I just hope this is over for her before too long. But still, uh, we got to talk Trump. You got to talk Trump. 212, 212. He's here. My mystery day. Mystery day. <laughs> Are you ready for your I don't think I have enough cash. News, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 106. There we go. <laughs> Hello out there, Bullwinkle here. Hi, Bullwinkle. And this portion of our show is brought to you <laughs> yeah, by yeah, yeah. No Job is Too Small. No Job is Too Small. What did the hooker say to Sheriff Victor Hill? <laughs> yeah. And now here's your host, Kim Peterson. <laughs> got a new hat. And now sponsored by Dawsonville Gun and Pawn. Baseballer Lou Pinellas, 72 today. Olympic gold medals figure skater Scott Hamilton, 57. Oh, it's a triple toe loop. And uh, Olympic gold medal swimmer Janet Evans is 44 today. And now, holy crap, it's sports and Pete Davis. Yeah, earlier you said Honey Boo Boo is 10. Yeah, supposedly. Is that her hat size? Hey, hey hi-oh. Uh, uh, big, bra- girl, she's a big girl. Big girl. Braves have the Spankies in town tonight. Get ready to hear and see the media. Get out their prayer rugs and genuflect in the direction of the Bronx. That's but hold right. on a minute Wait here. Wait a minute. I applaud the history of the New York Yankees, but let's face it. This ain't your granddad's or even your daddy's Yankees. Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig ain't walking through that door. Mm. Neither are Joe DiMaggio or Mickey Mantle or Whitey Ford. Not even Derek Jeter is mm. left. Mm. This Yankees team is the unimpressive likes of Mark Teixeira and Alex Rodriguez. <gasps> How A-Rod is still playing baseball while Pete Rose is still banned is beyond me. Isn't jamming a syringe in your ass and juicing up to the point you make all home run records meaningless? As bad as betting on your own team to I win? I would think it's even worse. Brian McCann is the only Yankee I care to see tonight, and he should get a standing ovation on his return to Turner I'll bet Field. he does, too. I I'll, bet bet, does. I'll bet he gets a great hand. Otherwise, this Yankees team, which is only still in the playoff hunt because they have the second-best manager in baseball, is about as interesting as the Oakland A's. That's ah, my opinion. We welcome yours. There you go. Williams Perez for us tonight. Slate Slabrock on the mound for the Yankees. That's the name there, sir. That's the English translation. Oh. In Japanese, Slate Slabrock is Masahiro Tanaka. Tanaka. It loses go. something in the translation. <laughs> Speaking of the babe, want to hear one of his better practical jokes? Babe Ruth, happy to do it. Yes, I do. In 1929, Ruth convinced teammate Ed Wells to go on a double date with him in a Detroit suburb where he knew some easy girls who wanted to party. Okay. All Wells had to do was bring a fifth of gin. Yeah. But when they arrived at the home and Babe rang the doorbell, instead of a hot woman answering the door, it was an angry man yelling, So you're the scum who've been after my wife? I ought to kill you. Oh. With that, the man pulls a snub-nosed pistol and shoots Ruth point blank. Oh. The Babe staggers back and says, I'm hit, Ed. Run for your life. Wells bolts, expecting to be shot any moment. Oh, my God. It takes him a few hours to get back to the downtown hotel where he's met in the lobby by grim-faced teammates. Tony Lazeri tells Wells, Babe's been shot, he's in bad shape, and he's been asking for you. Wells goes up to the Babe's thinly lit room where the Bambino is laid out on the bed with powder on his face and ketchup on his shirt. Outfitter Earl Combs says, he's dying, Ed. At which point, Ed Wells faints to the floor. Oh, my God. Yankees player Bill Werber said that even years later, they could never persuade Ed of the humor of the situation. (laughs) That it was all fake? It was fake. Oh, man. (laughs) What a trickster. And by the way, did you ever know this? Did you ever read Whitey Ford's book about, uh, or Billy Martin's book, I guess, about the three of them going to the farmer and asking if they could shoot on his land? No. Do you want me to tell you that quick sure, story? Right. They say it was a true story. Mickey, maybe it was a Mickey Mantle book. 
uh, Mickey Mantle, Whitey Ford, and Billy Martin were out hunting, and they saw they saw this beautiful piece of land, and but it said no hunting. Mm-hmm. So they went to the farmer's house and said, "We want to hunt on your land. Will it be okay?" And he and he uh, first uh, Mickey went in. Mickey went into the house by himself and to talk to the farmer. The farmer said, "Sure," but he said, "You know what? Since you have guns, I've got a horse in the stable." He's on his last legs. He's dying, and we need to shoot him, put him down, but I don't have the heart to do it. Would you do it? If you do it, shoot that bad horse for me who's dying. I'll let you hunt in the property. Mickey says, okay, sure, be happy to. So Mickey thinks, I'll pull a fast one. So he goes back to Whitey Ford and Billy Martin, and he says, ah, that dirty, stinking farmer wouldn't let us shoot, wouldn't let us go hunting on his property. I'll show him, and he shoots the horse. (laughs) And then they start walking off, walking up about later. Whitey Ford and Mickey Mantle are walking toward the car, and they hear, blam, 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 blam. And it was Billy Martin shooting all the rest of his horses because he thought he wanted to get even with a farmer. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. Oh, no. They hear, bam, 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 and Billy Martin shot the other guy, the rest of the guy's horses. Oh, my God. Some trick. And you swear that's a true story. I read it in one of their books. Wow. That is amazing. Oh, man. Uh, (laughs) I'll show him. uh, Tampa over the Twins. His friend of the show, Brad Boxberger. Boxberger. Got to say, big game tonight. Cardinals visit the Giants. Michael. Waka, waka. On the mound for St. Louis. And finally, on this date in 1932, the Red Sox win a game over the Indians 4-3. The contest was played three days early because if the game had been played later in the week, there would have been a 20-minute delay right in the middle of it, and the Sox didn't want to have to wait through the delay. In 1932, what could cause a delay for 20 minutes during a game in the middle of the day? 1932 in the middle of the day. 1932, middle of the day, day game. Middle of the day. 20 day minutes. 20 minutes. It would have stopped the game. 32. Uh, depression. And they knew it three days in advance. Was it a Jewish holiday? Or I don't know. Where was it? An eclipse. No kidding. Yeah. And there's no, no night games. There was no light. That's right. So it would have been dark. Yeah. Ah, uh, Cool. I'll be damned. Well, Pete, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, 224 on News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. How about a song, shall we? It's the Donald. And we got your calls. Todd, hold on. You're up next with the camera on News Radio 1067. No two big reporter's going to tell me what phrase I can and can't use to describe a baby. <laughs> Anchor with this. An illegal child is born and the family moves over here. So what would you call that? I want to know. Tell me. It must be an anchor baby. There, I said it again. It's got to be an anchor baby. That's why the mother has another baby every year. Anchor baby, anchor baby, anchor baby. <laughs> she wants an anchor baby. Her family needs an anchor baby. Cause when they get an anchor baby, then they're in the clear. <laughs> Just get yourself knocked up again tonight. The first guy inside. Look, guys, this is way too high for me. <laughs> An anchor baby makes everything right. I told you to lower the key. You're All right, look out. It's only the giver. Uh, 225. Roger's going to throw some cold water on us, I think, here. Hello, Roger. Welcome to News Radio 1067. What's up, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello. That story you just told, that's the old Jerry Clower story. Uh, maybe it happened to Jerry Crower, but it didn't happen to no Dodgers. Oh, it was Dell <laughs> the Mule. They shot Dell the Mule. Jerry Crower brought his old MCA producer down to Uncle Versus Farm. Uh-huh. 
the uncle versus farm to go hunt for a uh, 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 quail, go yeah. quail hunt. He goes, knocks on the door, uh, uh, Uncle Versus' house, and goes, oh, Jerry, Jerry, oh, you've been so, oh, you want to go hunting? Oh, Jerry, please, go out there and hunt you and kill you a bunch of them. I saw two cubby quail between here and the road. And he, and, and But at first Clower he's got to shoot the mule, right? Yeah, yeah, Jerry Clower, he goes out there, you know what, as good as I've been to Uncle Versus, he ain't never, he ain't going to let us hunt. So they go out there and he kicks gravel all over the house and he sees old oh, oh, oh. uh, I forgot the part where he tells him uh, you know we shoot my uh, mule Del for me yeah mule's dying. yeah, yeah dying. shoot the mule. mule yeah I think we follow it along there and, so he uh, shoots the mule and then what happened to the other guys well then uh then he hears boom 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 is it well Jared that man made you so mad I just shot three of his cows there you go. <laughs> Well, that, that sounds like Jerry Clower, who does yeah. was a great storyteller. But they swear this was a true story with the New York Yankees on that farm. Two twenty-seven on News Radio one hundred six seven. This is William Shatner, and <laughs> this William? portion of the Kim Peterson yeah, Show yeah. is brought to you by the Caitlin Jenner Investment Service. Oh, the investment like service. Caitlin says, yeah. it's always good to have a little something tucked away. And now <laughs> here's your host for the time being, Kim Peterson. <laughs> what guy hasn't? <laughs> Just a look in the mirror. <laughs> Sorry, ladies, I really can't express anything more. <laughs> uh, Two thirty-four. I'm not a man. <laughs> If you want to get your hands on a piece of ABBA history, it could happen with deep pockets. ABBA is auctioning off in London the grand piano used in this song. Waterloo, Waterloo, along with Dancing Queen and Money, 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 it was played on ABBA hits. Uh, They expect the uh, Sotheby's London auction sale to fetch a million dollars for ABBA's grand piano. Holy moly. I love ABBA. Love him. Uh, let's see what else we got. All right, let's go. But we got I got uh, the glorious Leslie Dove on News Radio one zero six seven in just one second. Uh, first, Lee's got something for us real quick, and Todd's standing by. Hello, Lee. Welcome. How's it going, man? Happy Friday. Yeah, uh, super fly there, Cameron. Thank you, sir. What's going on? Uh, I heard the guy telling the story a while ago about the mule. I've got one for you. All right, kind of quick. Yeah. Uh, you know, Hooters employs uh, obviously women with big breasts, when they get the name Hooters as yeah. a term. Yeah. But where, uh, where do uh, women with uh, one leg work? Women with one leg work at uh, Checkers. No, I don't know. Lefties, uh, the stand. I don't know. But. Well, they work at IHOP. IHOP. Oh, <laughs> hey, hi Work at IHOP. IHOP. All right, let's, let's have Todd uh, finish this off here. And I got uh, Leslie Dove. Hey, Todd, welcome aboard. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, you were... You were uh, talking about uh, Hillary Clinton. Yes, sir. And uh, I just want to point out the only two groups I know that behead uh, children are ISIS and Planned Parenthood. And, <laughs> there you know, you are. 
And then, you know, and it's ironic because her and the president, their party, they're actually funding funding the PLO and they're going to fund the Iranian terrorists. Yeah, $150 billion they just haven't let Iran have back. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Yeah. And maybe they should, she should look into all the donors to the Clinton Foundation from those uh, wonderful Muslim countries that are so respectful of women. Absolutely. Todd, that's a great point. And by the way, there's another story breaking in the news about Hillary and her uh, Abu Abedin, her uh, top Uma Abedin, whatever her name is, uh, who there was a meeting in Ireland and Hillary invited uh, donors who gave money to uh, her and her husband to their humanitarian, so-called charity cause. And uh, Aberdeen was working as a lobbyist for the same group of donors that showed up for this luncheon in, in uh, Ireland while she was secretary of state. And money changed hands, and it was the whole thing. I think the Washington Post just started breaking the story on it. But hey, we'll keep it posted as more happens. All right, quickly, i got to do something like I do every Friday, check on the weather forecast. What's it doing, baby? Ain't in man. Ain't in man, right here. That's the... Ain't in King, everyone. That's... Uh... <laughs> I used to do that when I did nighttime news sometimes. I'd fake out the engineers. I'd just come on and go, ing, everyone. I'm Kim Peterson, and here's what's going on. <laughs> well, let's start again. What's it doing, baby? Thank you. <laughs> Look out. Yeah, hide the women and children. It's time for Men's on Ball with the glorious Leslie Dove. <laughs> Leslie, how's it going? Live from Men's International, where the phrase bring home the bacon takes on a whole new meaning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How's it going? With another insertion of Men's on Ball, it's me, Leslie Dove. Well, I'd like to start the show on a bad note here, you know. What happened? What do you mean? Well, you know, Daryl Dawkins, the Chocolate oh, Thunder yeah, died. Oh, yeah, Chocolate Thunder died, yeah. Yeah, he was known as the Chocolate Thunder, while, which is why all of his fans over at Cox Broadcasting suddenly <laughs> developed a sweet tooth when he came to Atlanta. <laughs> they used to send out Hershey's Kisses on his birthday, but I digress. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Daryl Dawkins, Kim, had a great career with us. Philadelphia 76. Yeah, very career. Where he was known for breaking backboards the way the siding doctor breaks headboards out <laughs> at Hangman's house every afternoon, you know. Lucky for Chad, though, the siding doctor is known for cleaning up after their work. So <laughs> That's right. Everything's neat and square. <laughs> uh, no sawdust in the floor no. or anything. <laughs> All the evidence is gone. <laughs> I guess you heard the cumulus reaction to the news of this morning. No, I didn't hear the cumulus. They said, why can't the Kimmer be more like Daryl Dawkins? <laughs> <laughs> why did he have to survive the damn heart attack? <laughs> yeah, I, I lived. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even realize it for a week because it's not like we went and checked on or anything. <laughs> well, they anyway, were busy. You know, yes, the sir, job no. of who will be the Georgia Bulldogs starting quarterback is yeah. still up in the air. Up in Kimmer. the air, sir. Yeah. Not as up in the air as your contract. they got to make a decision <laughs> by the 1st of September. They can't just keep stalling. <laughs> yes, they can. <laughs> <laughs> no, but when you coach the Georgia Bulldogs yeah. like Mark Rick, yeah. you're trying to choose a starter, there are some special considerations, Kim. Huh? Special considerations? Who's going to be in jail? Who's going to be in rehab? <laughs> who violated their parole? You know, I mean, it's not as easy. As Coach Rick assesses his two quarterback uh, candidates, yeah. Bryce Ramsey and Grayson Lambert, oh, yeah. he says he's trying to decide which yardstick to use. Yardstick, these are two men's I got to meet, Kimmy. 
Maybe they can narrow it down the way we do at Men's International when we have a toss-up decision. Well, how's that, sir? Mud wrestling, singing in hopscotch, <laughs> banana eating contest. several different options. <laughs> I'm scotch. <laughs> just try to slip it right on by if yeah. I could, you know. Yes, sir. Human dinker toys. There's so many different ways. Naked twister. I don't know. <laughs> Let me write that one down. At the Charlotte Motor Speedway, they're going to be offering the Jeff Gordon final ride package, including a commemorative Jeff Gordon hat, T-shirt, poster. Wow. Screw all that stuff. I just want to see the package. <laughs> Jeff Gordon package. Sure. <laughs> First 500 fans will sign up will receive a complimentary Jeff Gordon fanny pack, as well as something to put all their crap in. So it's quite a And a little pouch, too. <laughs> and one lucky Jeff Gordon fan will be chosen in a prize drawn to join Jeff and the pit crew and see how quickly they can get a nod off and change Jeff's tire. <laughs> As well, let's take a look at his dipstick to make sure there's enough oil to finish the race. <laughs> Keep everything well lubricated. You get all that? Yes, sir. And finally, Kim, I yep. want to invite all your listeners yep. out this weekend to the grand opening of the new Bruce Jenner-themed nightclub in Midtown. Bruce Jenner-themed nightclub? Well, you heard of Swingin' Richards. This one is called Dangling Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> They're offering a complimentary valet, and there's also convenient parking in the rear of the building if you want to. <laughs> we might even turn the stool upside down, but I don't know why. <laughs> you know, extra room. <laughs> we have a big crowd. <laughs> and I'll see you tomorrow, y'all. Thank you, Leslie. Glorious Leslie Dove. <laughs> Look out. It's only the Kimmer for the glorious Leslie Dove. Mercy. Look out. 242 on News Radio 1067. It's a little too long for me to slip in right here, but I will have it for you shortly. <laughs> just a damn minute. I never said that. The Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. This is Curly Howard, hey, and Curly. this portion of the Kim Peterson <laughs> Show is brought to you by my brother Mo. Remind me to murder you later. Boy, the thing some guys will do to get a speech at Kennesaw State. <laughs> and now here's your host, Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. Oh, yes, now, John Boy, the late John Boy, you know Motown as a sound, a music sound. Right. Well, on this day in 1961, Motown released its first number one hit. And it was this one, Please Mr. Postman by the Marvelettes, their first number one hit. And the Marvelettes. Also speaking of number one hits, this was George Strait's first number one country song, Fool Hearted Memory. And that's this day in 1982. There you go. Right, a little music history for you there. 251. How about a newsmaker line? Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimmer. This is uh, Donald Trump calling. The Donald with the real hair. You don't wear a toupee. Of course not. This is my own hair. I just made the last payment on it, for God's sake. <laughs> I've been known for the years Donald. for my rugged good looks. Anyway. <laughs> rugged good looks. <laughs> it's very sad about Daryl Dawkins, Kimmer. Daryl Dawkins died. At you know, I heard some guy on the radio say he was 58, and if he'd lived his next birthday would have been 59. I mean, that, again, this is the kind of information you just can't get everywhere. Well, you know, you know we're trying to be helpful. It's just, uh, you know, another thing. Well, Arthur Blank says in the AJC 
that he plans to take a backseat role to the day-to-day operations of the Atlanta Falcons. Backseat role. Yeah, Yeah, right. The day (laughs) Arthur Blank stops meddling in the Falcons' business is the day that Kimmer gets a new contract. I'm sorry. (laughs) I mean, I thought I was a – anyway, Arthur Blank has a history of sticking his nose where it doesn't belong. If you don't believe me, Kimmer, just ask the secretarial pool about that sometime. (laughs) All right, sir. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. You know, he's a Home Depot billionaire, right? Oh, I know. <laughs> you know, a lot of us are old-fashioned and still use yeah. a dictaphone as opposed to, you know. How do you turn this thing on? Broker, which... Is there an off switch on this thing? <laughs> Thank you so much there, Mr. Helper. Well, reporters are giving Trump grief because... I said the Bible's my favorite book, but I couldn't yeah. quote a single verse from the well, Bible. Well, couldn't come a verse, no. Well, there's so many great verses in the Bible. I'm uh, just so know. glad you haven't asked me to list one or well, anything. Well, you, know? you must have a couple of favorites or something well, you think about. You put me on this. Yeah, but How about the book, of, uh, the book of Irving? Was that in the Old Testament? <laughs> God says to Moses, you'll never see the promised land, but on your deathbed you'll receive total consciousness. <laughs> no. So, you got so Moses going. will have that going for him with... See, I told you I knew my Bible. (laughs) How about the book of Romans when the Apostle Paul says, Mm. it's easy to grin when you're free from sin and you've got a Lucifer beat. (laughs) (laughs) Lucifer beat. (laughs) Or the book of Murray. Remember that? Book of Murray. Yes, where God said to Noah, I keep sailing. I don't think the heavy stuff's coming in for quite a while now. Spawn and get your foot off the boat. <laughs> and who can forget the book of Seymour? Book of Seymour, yes, sir. When God said to the Israelites, you are my chosen people, and as far as the Gentiles are concerned, well, the world needs ditch diggers, too. <laughs> Proves once and for all that Donald Trump knows his Bible for God's sake. Spiritual you are, sir. Thank you so much, the Donald. How about one more quickie news break line while we have a little time here on Letterman Friday with the Kimmer? Good afternoon. (laughs) It's Charlton Heston. (laughs) Mr. Heston. A woman pulled Donald Trump's hair? You pulled her hair, yeah. Well, I guess turnabout is fair play. It's about time, you know. <laughs> you know, it's funny. The, Ivana was married to Donald for years, and she's the one that wound up with the male pattern baldness. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get on the wrong side of that guy. No, sir. Yeah, Pull your hair out. Tommy cartoonist in the Al Jazeera Constitution, yeah. Mike Lukovich, yeah. did a tasteless cartoon about the NRA. NRA I guns. guess Mike didn't have time to listen to the radio yesterday and steal a real idea like he normally does. <laughs> right. From the newsmaker line. Yeah, usually. Mike Lukovich plans to do a cartoon about the Virginia reporter gunman wearing an Obama sticker, you know, right after he apologizes to Officer Daryl Wilson. <laughs> right. <laughs> And he apologizes to the family of Richard Jewell. You rushed to judgment, mother lover, you. <laughs> That's right. Remember that story. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah, yes. Yeah, the bombing knapsack. To hell with Mike, joke a thief. As <laughs> I've often said on the Charlton Heston show, owning <laughs> yes. a gun is everyone's God. But God, God. bless it. God given. God bless it or given. Either one God, of those. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Begging I don't you. think that's what I used to say, but no, it, it, in a you different got the right direction entirely. Right <laughs> yes, you did, sir. To quote VA Director Leslie Wiggins, Mr. Heston. Yes, sir. They'll have to pry this TV remote from my cold, <laughs> dead hand, especially if the Bernie Mac show is on during work hours, damn you. Direct quote. Direct quote to V, direct Thank you. That was my acting, acting segment for this afternoon. So realistic. Yes. It's <laughs> Look out. And Pete uh, was telling us it just got a tweet from a guy in England. <laughs> oh, yeah. The guy who just cut me off in the parking space out front and flipped me off just came in for his interview with me. With me. <laughs> what a country. Hey, listen, have a great weekend. Be careful out there. We want you back. It's only the Kimmer and the whole gang here on News Radio 1067. And now it's respectable Cheryl coming up. And all I can say is, Semper Fi, let her rip her. Look out. Hey guys, it's John Boy. Thanks for downloading today's Kimmer Show podcast. Be sure to tune in from noon to three from Monday to Friday for more fun with the whole gang right here on News Radio 1067. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.